0: dear mama you have so many questions but not enough answers you wish you didn't have to ask and that's why i'm writing you this letter you're not alone you're not crazy and i hope this helps i see you because i am You yeah, i am sincerely mama What's up mama, you are tuned in to Sincerely Mama podcast. I am your host, Jackie Bobbitt, millennial mom, entrepreneur, and purpose coach. If you've ever felt like you did not fit into social media's image of mother or motherhood, you are in the right place. We are dispelling magical motherhood and we are creating community by revealing realistic motherhood. Today, we have my dear friend, Tiara Peters, here today. Tiara, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, before I talk about who I am, shouldn't we share how
1: we are connected how we know each other that would be cool <laughs> <laughs> how long we've we been friends jackie
0: oh my goodness when did we meet in 2011 or 2012
1: i think it was 11 because i graduated in 2012 so so that is 12
0: years is that twelve years?
1: I mean almost. I mean, well yeah, about twelve years. That's
0: crazy.
1: This year'll make twelve years. That's that's wild. We 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 also were roommates at one point.
0: <laughs> we, were, we were we were roommates and that's a time I don't want to revisit. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen
1: each other at our best
0: and also at our worst. And at our worst, right? <laughs>
1: We know each other in and out, I would say.
0: <laughs> right. said, leave it up to Tierra to bring up the worst, right? <laughs>
1: no, no, it was all great. It's all great. <laughs> so lots, of, lots of history between us. We've seen each other right. become mothers. And now you have this uh, whole brand and business that, that, um, is based on this journey that we've uh,
0: gotten to see
1: on, so that's really cool.
0: Thank you, T. I appreciate that. Yes, but a so little. You have to tell us. <laughs> you have to tell us a little bit about you and what you do. So, who you are and what you do. Okay. Well, again, I'm Tierra.
1: Um, I am a wife of seven years uh, married to Raphael Peters. Uh, We have three children together, Khalil, who is six, and then we have twin girls who are three, Zoe and Aaliyah. And uh, yeah, uh, we're uh, church planters, but I am also a childbirth educator. I've been certified with birth bootcamp for going on five years now actually and I've been teaching childbirth education classes um, you know here and there since um, for the past five years so uh, I have a background in psychology but after I became a mother I found myself really passionate about ensuring that other women had had positive birth experiences uh, similar to what I had experienced as a mom um, so Yeah, I I teach childbirth classes. I contract with the birth center here in Houston, and I also teach private classes for couples.
0: Nice. So Tiara, tell us what is a birth class? You've mentioned that you are a birth worker, that you teach birth classes. What is a birth class? It's simply a course
1: designed to provide those who are pregnant with the tools and the information they need to navigate Not only birth, but pregnancy and postpartum. We know that birth happens every day. People have been giving birth since the dawn of time. However, it's a life-changing event. It requires preparation. And there are a variety of um, options as far as types of birth classes that you can take. During our Mother's Day, when they were pregnant (laughs) with us, I think Lamaze was super popular at that time. But since then... a ton, a ton of other options uh, that can fit each unique need and uh, preference in pregnancy as well. Uh, I mean, pre- birth preferences because not everyone has the same preferences for giving birth. So there's something out there for everybody. So oh, Tierra, should, sorry, I should go so ahead. Go I'm ahead. I'm certified <laughs> with Birth boot camp and uh, I love their philosophy on birth, as well as the curriculum. It's really um, simple, hands-on, uh, it's it's evidence-based. So I'm a huge fan of birth of boot camp and the curriculum we offer with them.
0: Nice. So tell us in your opinion, as a mother and as a birth worker, why is it important to take a birth class? Well, as I mentioned before,
1: although Women have always given birth. It's something that still requires a lot of preparation. It's a life-changing event. I believe that a woman never forgets her baby's birthday, the day her baby was born, right. and regardless how it goes. It, it not I mean, whether it was amazing or traumatic or mid, I think a, a woman always <laughs> remembers the day that um, she gave birth. And I also think that something happens to woman. It's almost as she, as if she's uh, giving birth to herself. You kind of becoming um, the next, the next person, or the the next part of yourself. You're, you're changing. You're transforming when you become a mother. So, um, so your who you are is changing. Your body uh, goes through changes throughout pregnancy, and then when you give birth, a lot of things happen that you know, you, you just would not expect unless you saw it happen in previous birth, uh, your relationship changes. So there's, there's just a lot happening throughout pregnancy, birth and, and postpartum. And having the information to prepare you for those changes helps you to make informed decisions about what happens to your body, uh, what happens to your baby, and it can lead to empowerment, and I think that that's the part that me into birth work. Um, being able to make informed decisions based on the information that I've been given or that I've read myself can lead to a sense of empowerment on my on your journey uh, to becoming a mother. And I think that I think that that the confidence that you gain from that uh, can't be can't be replaced. So again, absolutely. Um, there you know again birth becoming a parent is crazy and it requires preparation and i also think that the generations past or, well I say generations but probably like you know centuries ago or maybe a century ago uh, it was more typical for a young girl to be present at the births of her family members maybe a aunt or an older sister or even if her mother had children when she you know um, in her older, years it was more typical for you to see birth and kind of understand what to expect during the birth process but in our time I think it's less common for a woman to attend a birth before she has her own I know I certainly except for the videos that show in PE and the videos I saw in my birth classes or even in you know uh, my own research I didn't know anything and yet you know, so many of us become mothers and you just, you just don't know. There's a lot that you don't know. (laughs) Right. That is why taking a birth class is important, not even to push a certain type of birth, but just so that you can be prepared and make decisions about what you think um, you want and and what you think is best.
0: I think that you hit on a lot of points and you said some things you just don't know and I'm thinking about what was like one thing that I didn't know before taking a birth class and I think I'm just gonna lay it out there I did not know that you had to deliver placenta after a baby I was like what (laughs) wait a minute I gotta push twice (laughs) no one tells you how would you know <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like taking a birth class does. It's like opening up this new world of things that you just did not know. Because, you know, if you are not preparing to have a baby, it's almost like, why would I study that? Why would I research that? Exactly. So I, I feel like birth classes do well with filling the gap of time that <laughs> you did not research. <laughs> So thank you for that. Tiara, you talked about the mom experiencing different things and remembering the birth and the events that happened leading up to the birth. Is it important for both parents to attend the birth class or do you feel like only the mom should attend?
1: Absolutely. Both parents should be there um, for a couple of reasons. I mean, one, partners are uh, typically just as, not always, but typically just as invested in um, the birth process because they they want their baby to be healthy and they want their partner to be happy. Um, And they also want to be able to support their partner while they're giving birth. So it's, it's it's super important. Sometimes partners are reluctant, especially if they uh, have limited education already about what to experience in birth. They may, they may ask, "Is it is it necessary? Why do we have to do this?" And when I say they, I'm speaking specifically about my husband, who did not take, <laughs> who did not want to take a childbirth education class for our first pregnancy. He was like. <laughs> He was like,
0: why don't you just get a C-section? They just, you know, cut you, pull the baby out. It's the sound of Vicks for me.
1: He literally
0: did that. He was like, it
1: sounds simple. Why would you, what else do you need? So I think that partners are, um, partners are key players because Your partner, whoever you're on this life journey with, is um, probably someone you rely on a lot for emotional support, and having the comfort of them by your side in labor is going to give you reassurance. It's going to help you be able to cope better with the sensations of labor. um, Having that that um, that uh, that comfort from your partner can go uh, a long way in helping you to feel safe throughout the process. <clears throat> but also um, partners can, there's a lot that partners can do to support physically in labor, especially if you decide not to hire a doula or if you do ha- hire a doula, um, there are partners who want to be hands-on. They're, they're like, hey, I wanna uh, help you to do the comfort measures, or I wanna uh, you know, help you to get into the different labor positions. So. Partners, without taking a birth class, you really, where else would you know that information? Because if women aren't seeing births in their you know throughout their youth, certainly a lot of um, dads or, or men are not attending births and knowing, "Oh, you know, double hip squeeze <laughs> during a contraction can bring mom a lot of relief." So um, the birth class can give partners a lot of tools to help them to better support mom throughout labor. And um, there was one more thing that I wanted to say about that. Oh, um, help them, them being more aware of the process can help them to to um, help mom make decisions and advocate for herself while she's um, in labor, preparing for labor.
0: That is a great segue into uh, the next question that I have. but I also had a thought about, especially because it is Black History Month and in your opinion being in the birth world have you seen african americans attend classes more now i know that when we were having birth or when we were giving birth the statistics were pretty low just on black people being knowledgeable about birth knowing that birth classes existed So in your line of work, do you see a lot of African-Americans attending these classes? So uh,
1: as I mentioned earlier, I contract with the local birth center, teaching all of their first-time moms. And I have, uh, you know, in the past three years since I've been there, I've heard more couples say, I've been hearing about Black women's experiences in hospitals, and I don't want that.
0: Um, absolutely so,
1: so them. i mean they're actually not signing up for the class per se but they're um choosing uh, midwifery care and and learning about uh you know just having more options and flexibility with midwives so they end up in my class that way but everyone is expressing hey i want i want to have options and i want to be able to make decisions for myself absolutely uh, for my pregnancy yeah uh, it's, it's it, people. people Are scared. Women
0: are scared to give birth, for sure. Black women. Yeah, I definitely wanted to shed light on that because a lot of people don't know the statistics and Mm -hmm. don't know that black women are fighting for advocacy every day. So, thank you for sharing that. And as we talk about advocacy, do you think as a birth worker? That the parents should li- should rely solely on the birth worker to advocate for them. So, whether it's a mm-hmm. home birth or a hospital birth, do you think they should solely rely on the birth worker? I saw this question when you sent it to me earlier, and I was like, "Ooh, this is this
1: is a good question." Uh, for one, I would like to note that there are birth workers. There are doulas who will vocally express my role is not to advocate for you. My role is to to support you and educate you so that you can advocate for yourself. There are doulas who you know draw the line with right with when it comes to that. But then on the other side, there are doulas who would describe themselves as being the couple's advocate, the one to speak directly to their care provider, whether whether it's a midwife or Um, uh, uh, an OB uh, or the nurses uh, in a hospital setting. So um, people, you know, there are different birth workers handle advocacy in different ways. Uh, In my opinion, I don't think a couple should rely solely on their doula to be their advocate. I think that it's important that you do the work yourself, that you um, take the class, that you read the books, that that you supplement any information that your your doula is giving you. And, and I mean, not to say that your doula's work can't be trusted because doulas, doulas are out there putting in the work. You hear me? They're
0: supporting
1: women. But I think that whatever you're learning from your doula, you should definitely supplement that so that you can have the language to advocate for yourself um, so that you're not just told um, we don't want to get an IV. You want to get IV Hiplock. lock. So if you're in the hospital setting and maybe your doula hasn't arrived yet and you tell the nurse, uh, I'm only supposed to get the IV hiplock, lock. <laughs> they'll say, what, why, why, why don't you have IV? And you don't have the, the, you don't know how to explain why that's on your birth plan. You, you put yourself in a tough situation. So it's important to fully understand, um, You know, all the information that you've been given information about policies and procedures surrounding birth so that you can truly make an informed decision and not just kind of
0: do what you've been told, but from the other side, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And that you have a choice to have a birth plan. Again, that was something totally new to us. We was like, what is a birth plan? Which we kind of had some insight because, you know, our friends had babies before us. But other than that, it was like we had no idea that you had a choice in these things. And right. so I feel like that was a huge game changer for us. For just sure. realizing that you had choices, that you could make a plan and share with the the care provider to go by this plan that I decided upon. Mm -hmm. So yes, thank you for touching on that as well.
1: Yes, I I think as our society is starting to uh, acknowledge more and more uh, bodily autonomy, like a person's right to make decisions about what happens to their bodies in a way that has not been you know, seen in years past or acknowledged in years past, it's kind of like you just do whatever you're told to do. But now people are like, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh,
0: <laughs> no, 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 y'all can't be trusted. <laughs> right, right, right. Look, that makes me think about. I believe is with it was Leah, so it was my second birth. So really educated, really prepared feel like I know a lot about birth and know how to advocate for myself. And at this time, you know, this is during COVID. And so I'm going into the appointments alone because I did dual care. I did it with my midwife and my OB. And so now it's like, okay, it's game on. And so I feel like with all of that preparation, there was still a moment where I do not want to mess up the term, but I believe it's when you scrape membranes, is that? Oh, a membrane sweep. Mm-hmm. Okay. The membrane sweep. And so I was going in for a checkup. I can't even remember how far alone I was, but I know I wasn't ready to have a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the, my care provider did the membrane sweep without asking for my consent. And then I just remember thinking... I had all this education. I I was prepared to share that that wasn't my decision, and then I didn't. And I was like, it's so crazy because you know that moment for me was a membrane sweep. You know, it could have been something else for the next woman, but I just thought about how like you can be prepared. Sometimes you can take all the the classes, and then still in the moment, still feel pressure. Mm -hmm. not to advocate for yourself. And so it's still such a a weird time. And then you would think, like you said, this is my body. (laughs) Like surely you would get consent first, but that's not always the deal. And then you don't want to think about, you know, the gender, oh, it's because I'm a woman or oh, because I'm black, oh, because I'm a black woman. But Mm -hmm. those things come to mind. Those things come to mind. And then it's just like, why is this still a thing? Yeah. Why isn't consent yeah. first? You know? Why is the culture in this? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So when we talk about birth classes and we talk about your births, so we'll share about that. I, I already know what births you had, but did you have natural births with both children? Well, all three children, both <laughs> births. <laughs> I did,
1: I did. Um, My first birth was uh, our son. We attended a 12 week long childbirth education class. We hired a doula. We uh, only had the option to have our son in the hospital. So I'm sorry, keep rocking this table. Um, We only had the option to have our son in the hospital. So we we did, um, I labored at home for a significant amount of time. I got to the hospital essentially ready to push. And he was born soon after. So, um, it was a fast birth for a first, uh, for, as a, for a first time mom is pretty fast. And, um, yeah, I had, I had no, I had no, uh, complaints about that birth. I, I felt empowered. Um, I was able to, to labor in a space that was familiar and comfortable for me. My birth team was super supportive. My partner was supportive. So, um, it was a really great birth. I fast forward as we were pre- planning for baby number two, we were preparing to move to Houston. I thought to myself, oh, I'm going to have all these birth options. they are midwives and birth centers in Texas. <laughs> that midwifery we're is, uh, is regulated by the state of Texas. It's, it's going to be great. And then we found out we were pregnant with two. <laughs> and <laughs> well, it, it's funny, Jackie, because you said earlier that you felt so prepared because you you knew a lot of things about birth, and I felt that way too. I was like, okay, I know I know so much more now now that I teach classes, and I'm going to be able to have the the exact birth that I want. And then there, there were two, and I'm like, I know nothing. I know nothing about. <laughs> yeah. um, neat, all that to say, we we ended up hiring a doula, and again, choosing to have our babies in the hospital. Due to a for a couple of reasons, one, uh, many there's a lot of midwives who don't accept insurance. Inch, they don't get reimbursed well from insurance companies often. So some midwives require, uh, uh, you know, cash out of pocket payments. And we had just moved to the state, so we could not afford to pay, um, you know, for a for a birth center birth. We needed to do something in the hospital. But also um, I had a hypo and hyperthyroidism throughout my twin pregnancy. So uh, seeing a maternal fetal medicine doctor was recommended and the doctor who was recommended to me was known to be the uh, natural birth friendly twin <laughs> doctor, if you will. And he—he, uh, he, I knew from the first me- meeting that he was our guy when he told me, um, when I asked him, I said, well, if one of the twins, typically doctors, one twin has to be head down. Both twins have to be head down for them to um, allow, quote unquote, use right. uh, So I, I asked him, I said, if one of the twins is, is breech, you know, is that an automatic C-section? And he said, um, you know, no, I've actually performed a, a, a double breech birth previously, which is crazy. You don't hear that every day. Right. um, He said, you know, uh, twins are just a variation of of normal. So when I heard him say that, I was like, this is the right guy. He doesn't see my twin pregnancy as high risk in in and of itself. He knows that women can give birth to twins vaginally, even if one is breached and one is head down. So I knew that we were being good hands with him and Ultimately, um, I opted to be induced at 39 weeks based on my research and my understanding of the risk that goes—the uh, risk of stillbirth that goes up after 38 weeks. We were induced with pitocin. But he was very—he um, was very uh, flexible in the process. Starting the pitocin, allowing me to rest throughout the night, starting again in the morning, breaking my water, and we had the twins batchly. Down an epidural. So I didn't get my full birth plan with the twins. However, I still say that I had an amazing birth with the twins because I worked with my birth team collaboratively right. for uh, the birth plan that I, I created for myself. And um, I was supported throughout. And it, I think that that makes all the, the, the uh, difference for a person's birth experience. Uh, it's not so much that it's a certain type of birth, but it's that you were able to make decisions for yourself and that you had a supportive birth team. So
0: I had two great births. <laughs> Absolutely. So briefly tell us how you feel like taking a birth class impacted your births. Do you feel like there was a difference or do you feel like you would have still had those amazing births had you not prepared? no.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't have, I knew, I knew what I wanted, but I didn't know, um, I do not I didn't know anything about the birth process. I didn't know, um, I didn't know anything about the policies and procedures that are commonly, um, required in hospital settings. And I didn't know how to navigate those. Uh, I didn't know, um, even with, you know, which, What to look for in a a, in a care provider, which OB would be the best fit or who would be most supportive. So no, I I (laughs) I really we really needed to take that birth class and um even in learning how to care for ourselves during our pregnancy, because as you well, your experience is different because you had a midwife uh each each pregnancy, but um when you see an OB in a hospital, even if you love them and they're supportive. They don't generally go over prenatal care with you, other than taking right. your prenatal vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless there's an issue, they're not going over, you know, nutrition extensively with you. So the birth class even helped us with that. Like how how can we care for ourselves and stack the cards in our favors, so so uh, if you will, to have a, a natural birth. Like what do we need right. to do? to reduce our risk for needing, you know, an intervention or having a cesarean. So, um, no, I, 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 will always, uh, credit my, my childbirth educator who's also our doula for uh, giving us the tools we needed for the birth we wanted.
0: Absolutely. So Tiara, let's wrap it up. And briefly, would you look this mom in the camera and Share with the first time mom who maybe is on the fence or maybe she's not a first time mom, but she's never taken a childbirth class. She's preparing for another birth, but she's on the fence if it's really worth it. Can you speak to her? Girl, what do you have to lose?
1: (laughs) You have nothing to lose, only a ton to gain from taking a childbirth class. Sure, this is going to be time and money, the investment is worth it. Um, being able to make a decision about things that may come up in pregnancy or in labor is going gonna, gonna to give you the confidence you need as you enter into this new season of parenthood. So please, please, even if you don't want to have a natural birth, please still take a childbirth class so that you can understand the process and what to expect. You don't want to be caught like a deer in the headlights when
0: right. labor starts. So do it. Right. Do you have any last remarks? No, but thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on the show. Tiara, how can they connect with you? Can you share your handles or your website or how would you like for people to connect with you?
1: Yes, you can follow me on Instagram, T's, Birth classes at T's birth classes. T E E S birth class class. Not classes. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so tell them one more time. What's the handle? <laughs> Let
1: me make sure. I'm pretty sure it's T's birth class. So um T E E S Birth. Oh, it is classes. I'm sorry. Birth classes on Instagram. And on Facebook, it's Tiara Peters Birth Boot Camp Instructor. Now, if you don't see, you know, a ton of posts, know that I'm still there. You can still message me directly. I do check the page. It's just motherhood, you know. Right.
0: That mom for newer life. <laughs> right. But book her. Book her. She is so knowledgeable. She loves it. And she oh, would be a great addition to your birth team. tiara thank you so much for joining us thank you ladies for tuning in this is sincerely mama and fridays are so much better with you we will see you next time sincerely mama thank you so much for joining us if you found this episode helpful do me a favor and share it with another mama subscribe to this podcast and leave us a five-star review Also, connect with us on all social media platforms at Sincerely Mama Podcast. Remember, you're the best mama for your children. We'll see you next time. Sincerely Mama.